1: It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com.
2: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating.
1: I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Wednesdays are all about detectives, like Detective Danny Clover on Broadway Is My Beat. This episode originally aired on January 7th, 1950, and it is a repeat script from episode 128, which we aired back in March. This is called The Mary Murdoch Murder Case.
0: Memory and a want that makes a bitter flame inside you. You poke through the ashes and you can't find what it is that was remembered or wanted. So you keep looking. But the blaze of the neon and the spectaculars blinds you. The roar of steel moving above and beneath the earth makes you dead. And finally you know there's no need to search anymore. Because whatever it was, you'll never find it. It's Broadway, my beat. the morning hours at police headquarters to tidy up, to dust off the old reports and polish up the new ones. You watch a derelict fly store up a few rays of sun against the time of its winter dying, and then someone opens your door.
3: they told me I could talk.
0: The woman is about 40. Her perfume is expensive. Her furs are expensive. And the black lizard purse with a jeweled clasp that sleeps under her arm looks fat and happy. But in her face and eyes, something frayed, something pinched.
3: May I sit down? I think I don't feel well. Of course. Here. Thank you. Now, don't look so worried, Mr. Clover. I won't fade or anything like that. Not me.
0: You're sure you're all right? You're quite pale, Miss...
3: Don't... don't ask me who I am yet. I want to save that. I've heard a lot about you, Mr. Clover. Oh? Yes, a lot. They say people can come to you. People like me if they've got something to say to you.
0: Maybe it would help if you told me who you were. Not now.
3: Later. When I've said you my say. A woman can wait only so long, Mr. Clover. You know how it is. I don't understand. Only just so long for a man she promised to wait for. Then the years keep stretching out like a piece of old elastic, like anything that if you stretch it out too long, it'll snap. It'll break and sting your face. You know how it is. Will you get me some water, please? My mouth is dry. It's really dry, my...
2: my... Sure.
0: Here. Here's your water. Hey, what's wrong? Are you all right? Oh, no, you're not all right, are you? Hi, Danny. You don't mind my busting in? Of course you don't mind. Get out of here, Jimmy. I got nothing for you. The hands out in the press room are very stale, very one-day-old, Danny. From you, I want something fresh, something a shock, something a headline. Like, uh, why don't you introduce me to the charming lady? I told you to get out, Jimmy. Get on your hind legs and beg for news from somebody else. Lady Danny, maybe the lady will be kinder. How do you do, lady? I'm Jimmy Ames, a reporter for... Well, the lady is dead, isn't she, Danny? Yeah. Well, you got your news reporter. Go report it. Well, how about it, Dr. Sinsky? Danny Clover, welcome to the precincts of the autopsy room. We have here. Don't sell me, and then give me the report on the woman who died in my office. What killed her? Poison killed her. What poison? The pharmacological name would bore you.
4: Delayed action type poison. Taken internally, kills in four hours. She probably didn't even know she was dying. No more than any of us realize we always are.
2: Hi, Doc. Danny. You no. Know. You know, I always feel good that I can walk in here under my own power.
0: Hi, Tartaglia. What do you got?
2: Identification on Miss Jane Doe over there. What name? Mary Murdoch. Late wife of one hoodlum known as Pick Murdoch. Pick Murdoch, Danny. That means something to you? Yeah,
0: yeah. Thanks, Tartaglia. means a lot to me. It did. It meant a 20-year flashback to a different era, a different world, to a time of Tommy guns and violin cases and massacres, speedboats and limousines and booze watered and bonded in ratty cellars, a jazzy era where gang wars had preferred position in the headlines, a world that gawked at a butchered man in a gutter, then rolled its stockings, pinched its spit curl and chorused bo do through a megaphone. It was before my time on The Force... But it was that kind of a world when Bick Murdoch performed. Then Bick killed a man, and society wagged its finger, put him in a room, and locked the door. Now Bick was out. Now Bick was circulating. I had to find out where.
5: Hey, can you bring it? Can you bring it?
0: Uh, It's Danny Clover, Benny. Mind if I come in?
5: In this? In this room? You want to come in here?
0: In here, Benny. How do you feel?
5: I could tell you. You wouldn't know what I meant. Sit down. Sit down, Danny. Me, I. I better I better lay down.
0: You got coffee on the hot plate, Benny. You need some.
5: I don't jolt. But read it to me. Sure. Here. Why are you here, Danny? Dick Murdoch, Benny. Danny. Danny, you couldn't go away, come back. Someone's coming.
0: He's not here yet. Talk to me about Dick.
5: It's only good for him, isn't it? Stolen. Some guys' lives wind up that way. Stolen. The guys get to be priests police and policemen. Uh, drink, Benny. Dick, uh, you said? Uh-huh. He's out. Come down from Sing Sing to the city. I know that. I seen him too. He ain't changed. Some guys, live twenty years between seeing him, and they change. Get old. Something happens to their faces. Not big. He's scary. Not
0: big. Where'd you see him?
5: He went to a place. To a place in an alley. To a whole in alley wall. Where? On First Avenue, the East 49th, the First Elliot, the first all you come to on your right.
0: Thanks. Let's go to my place of business, Benny.
5: I've been there now. It, it don't look good.
0: Let's go, Benny. We'll try again. It took maybe an hour to bundle up Benny in his army surplus overcoat, to turn him over to the healers on Welfare Island, to leave him with the unshaped terror and the gray hunger in his eyes. Then to the first alley, the first hole on the right. An eye peeped out at you from a peephole, a splintered voice, asked you who sent you. You told them, and a door was opened onto a world you thought was dead. The puppet-like women were dressed in the shapeless sacks that were fashionable for flappers in the twenties. The men they wore in their arms, pomaded and sleek as their patent leather pointed shoes, their double-breasted fawn color vests. They danced in quick, silent spasms to the music of the twenties. You shook your head because you didn't believe it.
6: What's the matter, copy ain't never saw a speakeasy before. A blind pig you never saw.
0: I don't believe it.
6: What's well, not to believe, bad boy? Might have asked you a question. Why? You mean why all this is like this? Yeah. Ask pick us even I, the waiter, don't have an answer. So ask Bick.
4: Excuse me. Some babbitt must be looking for a hot, jazzy time. All right, who sent you, babbitt? Danny Clover in there? Yeah, sir. here. What's that supposed to do to me?
0: It sends shivers up your spine, Gorilla. Open up. Lousy, flippin'. Hey, it's Jimmy Ames. He's a reporter. Let him in. Law says you can crawl in, Crumb. Well, Danny, you... Hey, what is this? I haven't seen anything like this since Eddie Robinson and Little Caesar. What are you doing here? Following you? You gonna talk to Mick Murdoch? Yeah, but without you. Another question, waiter. Hmm? Where's Big? In the office, down the end of the hallway. I'll go first so I can ask him, does he want to see you? I'm a big boy now. I'll ask him myself. No, wait. Don't buzz him. I want to surprise him. Danny, I'll go with you. they will remember me. I helped cut him to pieces 20 years ago. Leave him alone. Get yourself some hoots, Jimmy. They tell me it's scraped right off the boat. Big story.
4: i must have Big Bick. hawk knocks on doors first and ask permission. This I've said many times. You were too many years away from me to hear it, Big. hey uh, copper, I smell it from here. Not too close, Papa Vittorio. Maybe you heard, copper, Oh, I don't like aces from the police, especially when I'm getting my hair cut. Private barber's chair. Farewell gift from the boys at Sing Sing, Big? Aces with a loose mouth especially I don't like... Robert Vittorio, I told you once We'll use the scissors You're getting clipper-happy The waiter told me I should ask you a question, Vic That roaring 20s movie out there Why? The waiter told you to ask, so I'll answer you Just 20 years ago, they put me in a cage This made the world stop going around What you see out there is how it was the world I'm gonna keep it that way until I catch up for 20 years The 7,285 days you citizens cut out of me. Tell the waiter I answered your question. I got another one. Your wife's death. The boys told me about it. Shame. Mary was a good wife. They tell me. Your boys, copper, they find the key. Key? Key. Metal gadget that opens things. For 20 years, Mary's always carried it with her found it, maybe. It could open your eyes why a good wife like Mary should die. I could make you tell me, Big. No, you couldn't, Copper. Got what I just said. Did I say something, Barbara Vittorio? You see? I didn't say anything. You're a nice special, huh, baba Where well, I sleep...
0: And he did. He slept. The throwbacks were having themselves a snazzy Charleston, so I threw consternation into the house by sugar-footing through them and out the door. A key, the man said. A key that his wife had, the man said, and his lip twitched when he said it. I called headquarters, and the only key among the effects of Mary Murdoch fitted the new Nash she'd parked in back of the station. Headquarters gave me her address, too, so I went there, to a quiet apartment in the East 60s. I'm Danny Clover from the police.
3: Please come in. Uh, Miss... Susie Lane. I'm the maid
5: here.
0: Miss Lane, did they tell you about Mrs. Murdoch?
5: Mrs. Murdoch? No. She wasn't home last night. She's dead. She was a kind woman. I'm sorry.
0: She died in my office this morning.
5: A strange woman, but kind. Strange. This apartment, for instance, she brought no one here, received no mail here.
0: Men, friends?
5: They said good night downstairs.
0: I'm looking for a key, Miss Lane.
5: A key? What key?
0: I don't know, but I'm looking for it. I'm looking for a key.
5: Pardon me. Hello? Yes. It's for you, Mr. Clover. Thanks.
0: Danny Clover speaking.
4: Don't look for the key no more, Clover.
0: Who is this? Vic?
4: Yeah. I got advice for you. Don't look for the key no more. It could open up a lot of pain.
0: Changed your mind, haven't you?
4: If you haven't found it, don't look for it. If you found it, throw it away. Wait a minute. Guy I want to see just walked into the office. Vic? Hello, Vic?
0: Let's look for that key, Miss Lane. <laughs> So we looked, closets and desks, and bureaus and cabinets, we looked there, and under mattresses and behind pictures and in jewel boxes, nothing, no key. It went on for almost an hour, then it got to be time to go back to the alley and take 20 years off my life. Damn, Badge Boy, the boss ain't having no more callers today. Don't get conscientious. I'm an expected caller. boss ain't said a word about you. Show me your warrant. Show you this. Hey. The message, waiter friend. Hey, you can't
5: go in there.
0: Yeah. Hey, the boss ain't gonna like you it. He'll like it. Murdoch,
4: I was just telling your to a... Murdoch? Uh, yeah, boss. This book, and busted in. Me. <laughs> hey, the boss is sleeping like a babe in his... Barber chair. Hey. He ain't sleeping. Was.
0: it was sleeping. The poets would say so. The poets would say something about the long black night and all stars, the black night that is forever, because death is forever. But they'd have trouble. How do you write a sonnet on a 10-cent ice pick sticking in a man's heart? To starting off a new year, Broadway is sensible. It makes no promises to itself. It turns over no new leaves. That way it can grin over the current flock of killings and not make excuses for itself. A woman drops dead at police headquarters. That makes for a grade A grin. Her husband is murdered with an ice pick the same day. Broadway grins from ear to collective ear. Double feature, admission free, comedy of death, but SENSATIONAL. And it goes on. The next morning, Broadway lines the curb, the funeral of Bick Murdoch. An oldie, a revival, but characters within the memory of dear old Dad. The procession was maybe a mile long. Low-slung and black convertibles filled with flowers and mourners. And a brass band from Local 802. Maybe Bick enjoyed it. So many other people did. Like the man who tapped my shoulder. Aside, uh, huh, Danny? Jimmy Ames. Quite a production, huh? Five star. Do funerals always make you this happy? This one will get a headline for three editions. The way I write it, maybe even four. You've been stepping on my shadow, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. People die where Danny Clover goes. Hey, I haven't seen him since... Seen who? The guy in the pearl gray hat, the one in the procession. I know it's not polite, but point. But this car passing, you know who that is, or was he too long ago for you? He doesn't register. Anymore. Joe Miami. It surprises you. Make me surprised, too. Joe Miami, Danny. Dick Murdoch's pally. What's the pally doing now? Being a brother to men, a fat, respectable citizen. Last year, the word reached the press room that Joe Miami was elected president of the PTA of Public School 62. The boys laughed for a half hour straight we realized we'd suddenly aged 20 years. Joe Miami, Jimmy. Where do I find him? Uptown, Danny. The Gotham distributors. You can find him there, Danny.
6: Okay, kid, you got full load. Six hundred cases. Distribution them. Take off like big wing birds.
0: Joe. Joe Miami? It's me. Who are you?
6: Danny Clover,
0: I'm. Don't tell me no more. Who he is?
6: I'm of business you got here joe they could distribute business and i'm back makes me crummy fortune like old days. but now i pay tax everything Some someplace quiet where we can talk huh joe this someplace i got my business office walk with me danny glover i offer you something since rails
0: thanks joe but first we talk about big, then
6: pleasure this type dying, the big die, very tragedy, huh? Very classical. Ice pick. Like old golden days.
0: You mean a mob killed him,
6: eh? Why mob? Bick wasn't hurting nobody. All he wanted was a long dream. The old days, like they were. He tried to buy them back. He get ice pick in the heart. You were his number one boy, Joe. Why would anyone want to kill Bick? Maybe somebody remember Big supposed to have hideaway. 100 grand before he go on a long visit to Sing Sing. 100 grand? Didn't Bick get it when he got out? Joe, my arm, I don't think so. If 100 grand is, maybe Bick left it where it was. Where was that, Joe? How would I know? I was only Bick's Adam boy,
0: not his wife. You mean his wife Mary knew where it was? You mean maybe she had a key?
6: Do I do not know what I mean? I don't see Mary for 20 years. Big don't like guys but to see Mary. Bick take care of Mary no matter what it. Is. even that... You sure you don't want no
0: Tell me about Mary.
6: Oh, it's a lovely, nice wife. Tell me more. <laughs> lovely, nice wife for 18, 19 years. But in 20th year, since Bick was away, Mary found maybe new love, a new guy. Who was he? Who was he? Why should I care? But woman put these things down in a little black diary. Doesn't it? This is very classical also.
0: Yeah. Thanks for everything abiding, Joe. what?
6: For what? You didn't touch drop
0: I had an idea I was getting someplace now, but my footing wasn't secure. Someplace back down the line, I'd walked too fast, skipped something. The matter of Mary Murdoch's mail company who said goodnight downstairs. Maids might know about that. Headquarters gave the address of Susie Lane, ex-mate of the late Mary Murdoch. The address of Susie Lane on 136th Street in Harlem. I went there, and the same man stepped on my shadow again. Don't look worried, Danny. You know you can't lose me. Be kind to newspaper guys, I always say. They write such wonderful a bit. Somebody going to die again, Danny? Mm-mm, no. No more. Well, that could be news, too. Well, come along. All right. But keep your hand over your mouth. Sure.
5: We're
0: in here? In here. Miss Lane. Door's open a little. Let's go in. Take your hand off the door. Miss Lane. Come on. Let's go in. Hey, Susie. Hey, I told you not to. Look Look at this place there. Like a big wind lived and died here. A mess. Yeah. What have you got? Blood. A pool of it on the rug. Maybe you're batting a thousand after all? How would you like to get battered right through that wall? Yeah. Trouble, huh? You add it up. You're a big newspaper man. Overturned furniture and a bloody rug. (laughs) Look in the dinette, big newspaper man. Sure. But what am I looking for? I don't know. Just look. There's nothing in there, Danny. I'll try this closet. Yeah. Danny, Danny. Oh, no. When I opened the closet door, she was staring at me. She fell. The door must have been holding her up. Poor Susie Lane. She's dead. Huh? No. Ah, not quite dead. Mm. I'm glad, Danny. i no to worry about you. Danny?
2: Danny, it's me, Sergeant Gino Tartaglia.
0: Hmm? Oh, oh, Sorry, Tartaglia. I was just thinking... How's Susie Lane?
2: Well, that's what I came to tell you. Hospital reports she is still in her coma.
0: They're taking care of her?
2: Everything in their power, Danny, just like you told me. Uh, Dr. Siski says she'll pull through, though. What
0: kind of people do things like that, you? Beat up a girl till so she's neither dead or alive, just to keep her mouth
2: shut. What kind of people? Well, in our line of business, we meet them all, Danny. Yeah, yeah. Tataglia, do you get mail? Huh? Well, sure, sure I get mail, Danny. Bills, the secrets of happy marriage, circulars, postcards, and vacations. Hey, why do you ask a question like that at a time like this? Everybody gets mail, huh? Well, sure, Danny, sure. What's the matter? Why didn't Mary Murdoch get mail?
0: She didn't? No. I don't believe it. She didn't, Tataglia. I've been checking back. And suddenly I remember Susie Lane told me there was never any mail at Mary Murdoch's apartment. Oh, that is indeed strange. A problem. Needs thinking. Tottagli. If you wanted to get mail and you didn't want Mrs. Tartaglia to know you were getting
2: it... Oh, th- I wouldn't think of such a thing, Danny. Mrs. Tartaglia would find out anyway. You'd have it sent care of General Delivery, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, Danny, I would send the mail to someplace anonymous like General Delivery.
0: <laughs> You're a genius, Tartaglia.
2: Ah, oh, Danny, it hardly took no effort at all.
0: You can't shake me, Detective. Where are we going now? Jimmy A. have got big news for you. Yeah? Like what? Like maybe the last paragraph to your story you want it, reporter? You out of your mind? What do you mean do I want it? Ever peeked in mailboxes, reporter? Let's move, kid. Let's move. What can I do for you, sir? Is there any mail at General for Mrs. Mary Murdoch? Mary
4: Murdoch? Your husband?
0: He's a policeman. I'm a reporter.
4: You're a policeman, sir? Yes. Here. Uh, of course. Well, just
0: a minute. Here you are, sir. Thanks. Yeah, not much mail, huh? Bill from Saks, one from Bunwood. Yeah. Something, Danny? Something. We'll open the envelope and see. See? She must have mailed it to herself.
3: And key to what?
0: Says here, kid, on the tag, the Wall Street Bank. Let's take a flyer on Wall Street, huh, reporter?
3: Mr. Brownby says your credentials are in order, Mr. Clover. I'm to permit you access to Mrs. Murdoch's safety deposit box.
0: Oh, thank Mr. Brownby for me.
3: I'll open the gate. Again, please i'm sorry only one of you can come in only mr. clover
0: wait a minute danny don't louse me out of my story okay i'll vote you for He's series reporter it's his story
3: oh you may go in then i have the bank key which we insert here then i take your key that is mrs murdoch we know
0: mrs murdoch's key
3: exactly i insert it here and here it is, Mr. Clover. Oh, thanks. You may take it to that private
0: cubicle to examine the contents. When you're through, just call me. Yeah, I'll do that. Come on, Jimmy. I'll close the door. Sure, then. All right, Danny. Open the box. What? The gun on your back. Does that surprise you, Danny? Yeah. Frankly, yeah. It shouldn't. A big cop like you with a big brain... Come on, Danny. Open the pretty box and hand me the hundred grand. Maybe you'll have to kill me to get it. You think I won't? I've had practice. First Mary, then Bick. Third time's easier. Susie, we won't count. She didn't die. A clean-cut, true blue fella like you. Yeah, ain't I, though. A reporter has advantages, Danny. I knew all about that hundred grand all the time. Read it in an old newspaper morgue. I your wife, Mary Murdoch, must know where it is, so I make love to her. But with all that love... He won't give me a little key, funny woman. So funny you murdered her, huh? Yeah, like that. But then Bick gets on to our innocent little affair. The ice break the right way for a man like Bick to die, huh, Danny? And also leaves a hundred thousand all to myself. Open the box, Danny. No? All right, I'll open it myself. How do you think I'll get out of here? Oh, I figured that, Danny. A big man like you will make a big shield. Not no drinks, Danny. Good boy, stay there in the corner. You can watch me open the box from there. $100,000. Let me take you out of that nasty old box. It was a big noise and a big scream. It got inside of me and wouldn't quit, but it had substance. It hoisted me up in the stratosphere and then let me drop a million miles. Simple thing like a nun's cool fingertips brought me to. In a while, the hospital let me have visitors. The quiet talk about the death of Jimmy Ames. And at night, I, I slept my own sleep and dreamed of a fairy story. A Pandora's box. I had reason to. I knew all about a man named Dick Murdoch who planted $100,000 with a booby trap. Just in case his wife was unfaithful. Just in case being away from him for 20 years would make her lonely. Broadway's rearing on its haunches now, and it's wearing its comedian's face. It'll reach out and tickle you under the chin and make clucking noises. Or it'll bang you across the mouth and get hysterical. Either way, you get hurt. It's Broadway. The gaudiest, the most violent, the lonesomest mile in the world. Broadway. My beat.
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Murdoch at least proved one thing. After all that time, she was still faithful. At least when it came to the money. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow, it's another episode of The Bizarre World of Arch Obler on Lights Out. And join us next Wednesday for some more Broadway Is My Beat. For Ilavoltimeradio.com this is Virtual Vinny signing off.